Press for junk! Press for junk! Uh, sorry? Train press for junk. Uh, 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 what what kind of what what kind of junk? Like you know, old unused CD players. Like what what are we talking? You know, junk. Junk. Yeah. You're not gonna be any any more specific. For your breasts, we'll give you some junk. But what kind of junk? There's a lot of junk in the world. Well, you know, it's not like uh, it was, we're not offering like um, you know, mastectomy for for a penis or anything like that. Don't worry. No. no, it's just, you give us some breasts, we'll give you some junk. Sort of tip for tat. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. It's a podcast. Two queer trans ladies tell you about our weeks and, and what media we've consumed and do silly voices and skits. How are you doing? Ah! Ah! I'm also ah! ah. Everything is happening a lot right now. Mm. We have a couple of major bigger things happening in very quick succession at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It could only be worse if we were moving house as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the time you hear this, I will have done a protest outside Downing Street. Yeah. That's kind of intimidating and scary. I'm going outside the, the Prime Minister's house to do a big shout. And then very soon we have, we have, we, we do marriaging on each other very, very, very we get, soon. We get marriage. We so get marriaged like so soon. So soon, it's sooner than you usually do a marriage. Yep. So, Pshow, wedding. Yeah, probably not going to be an episode of this next week. Yep. Um, because, ah, protest ah. and wedding in a very short period of time. Protest wedding. No, 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 protest the wedding. Feel no. Pro wedding. Don't get, don't get married at the protest either. I mean. I mean, maybe. But no, we're getting married somewhere cooler than a protest. Yeah. 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 Right, what have you played this week? We should we should focus on what we've done this week. Well, two weeks, because we've, oh, we've yes. not been here for a week. Everything's been very chaotic recently. Everything has been very chaotic recently. Um, I've mostly been playing me, um, Mini Motorways. Oh, yes, this is the Mini Metro People's New Game. It is. It's, it's, it's slightly nicer to look at. It's slightly less frustrating, and there is slightly more game to it. I mean, these are all very true facts. But um, it's not trains. It is at its core basically Mini Metro, and I think fundamentally, which do you prefer? The idea of making trains go round, or do you prefer the idea of making cars go round? There's a lot more puzzle to it than there yeah. was to, um, to, to, um, to Mini Metro. Yes, but Mini Metro is trains. It is trains, <laughs> and I like that. Like, I did a stream last week where I played both. And at the end, I was like, I definitely prefer mini motorways. Like, don't get me wrong, I did, I did, and I agreed with chat on this that you know, a lot of the problems with these motorways could be solved if there was a mass public transport system. Yeah, I mean, the ideal, like the ideal game from the little bit of it I have played is what if we could have the mechanics of mini motorways, like the modernizations, the things they've learned since the last one, the upgraded, updated visuals. But about trains. Then Give it's Mini Metro 2, is what you're saying. Yes! Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be good. Um, I 
I really enjoy it. I like the whole idea of like um, just sort of working out the puzzle of because the buildings largely appear at random. Like uh, I watched a, a making of video earlier today, and there is like heat maps of where things will generally appear hmm. and where things are more likely to appear. And it seems like there is some thing for uh, buildings appearing in little clusters. So you'll get like lots of red buildings will appear together and yellow buildings and green buildings and and stuff. And then the businesses will be pretty much anywhere the fuck they want. (laughs) Um, Usually somewhere really frustrating. Um, And it seems like the easiest thing to do is just try and keep all of the people in little segregated communities. Not that I agree with that in any other concept, (laughs) but it does seem to make the game work better. (laughs) And I'm sitting there like, I finally broke 2,000 on Los Angeles. I feel like I'm doing really well. And there's people at the top of the leaderboard like, yeah, I did just do that, like 115,000. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just sit over here with my with my little score. Hey, yeah. your score is great. Don't need to compare it to other people's sizes <laughs> and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm very much enjoying messing around with that. I mostly play on LA at the moment. Maybe if I ever do get like a hundred thousand score, I will be like, yes, it is time to move on to Beijing. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I've, I've I've tried some of the other levels. I've gone. I think I'm like two levels from the end opened up that I've yeah at least played some of. Um, there are tunnels in later levels. You mm. can't put motorways over mountains, so that's frustrating. Mm. Um, yeah, there's 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 a lot going on with that game, and it, it's fun. Don't use traffic lights, they're awful. <laughs> Roundabouts are the best. Roundabouts are the best. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, and there's never enough motorways for a game that calls itself mini motorways. <laughs> well, you've got to be, you've got to be, you know, um, economical with your motorways. Apparently so. Efficient. Apparently so. <laughs> they'll give. Oh, they'll give me so many traffic lights. Traffic lights up the wazoo, but never quite enough motorways or roundabouts. Uh, what about you? What have you been playing? Uh, I got back into playing Cooking Mama Cookstar, doing more speedrunning of that game. Ooh. Because since I last got round to playing it, um, you know, I played it a little bit when the PlayStation version came out just to be like, hey, what are the differences? What's this going to mean for the community, etc.? And since then, a couple of new people have come in and started mm. speedrunning yes, the game out of nowhere. And here's the thing. They, they took some of my top spot times, mm. but that's because I have only been speedrunning on the Switch, objectively, by quite a long way, the slowest system to play it on. Uh, both of the PlayStation consoles uh, play the animations at double frame rate, which speed things up quite considerably. Um, plus then the PS5 has faster loading times as well. Basically, Switch is the slowest place to play it. And, I, and you know, they came on and played on PlayStation and beat my time. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to come in here and show them how it's done. I'm going to retake that top spot. So, my previous record for all vegetarian recipes, any percent, had been 3 hours, 27 minutes, I think. And the new record this new person had set was 3 hours, 9 minutes. <laughs> um, I came in, and on my first attempt, with months of having not played it, I managed to set a time on PS5 of 2 hours, 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I I beat my previous time by, like, 40 minutes, and the... Pre- the new record holder I beat them by like 25 minutes and was like yeah go me yeah so I still know how to play that game um so yes 
I need to do more speedrunning because I need to reclaim a bunch of my other records that got taken by the same people. I'm very confident I can do that. Um, but my anime rival Val has come up recently with a tool for basically trying to uh, level out the various platforms a little bit by basically telling the speedrun timer to automatically stop and start the timer uh, during loading screens when the whole screen is black, uh, which will probably level the playing field between PS4 and PS5 somewhat. Don't know how much of an event it's going to make on Switch. This is not the week for me to learn all of that. So I'm back into Cooking Mama Cookstar speedrunning, but as soon I came back in, did one run, smashed it out of the park, and then basically was told, hey, we're going to have a meeting about working out how to how to handle this community. So I guess I'm not speedrunning it for a little bit, but I'll get back to it and take all my top spots back. Yeah, you will. Yeah. I believe in you. What about you? What have you been playing? Uh, I played some Atomic Crops. Tell me about Atomic Crops. It is a um, farming game with shmup, uh, wave-based shmuppy eight-directional shooter type mm. mechanics. Yeah. So you are desperately trying to plant crops and grow the crops and um, find more seeds to plant and um, get livestock because, like... Cows will help you water, and chickens will help you eat the weeds. And there's pigs in there as well somewhere. Um, and basically you're just trying to grow things while everything attacks you and tries to hurt you. It's also mean. It's very mean. But um, yeah, it's you get it's it's roguelike as well. Or, or I suppose it's roguey. I don't know if there's any like ongoing stuff yet. Yeah, I'm not very good at it yet. I've only had a few runs. But, like, there doesn't seem to be anything really that carries over from run to run yet. Yeah. Maybe I just haven't done well enough to get anything to carry <laughs> over yet. But, um... There's yeah. randomised stuff in each run. There's and... randomised stuff in each run. You never know exactly, like, which uh, unlocks you're going to necessarily get. Um, And it seems like there's a lot going on with various power-ups and different seeds that you can get. Do you get a seed that requires a lot of watering, or do you get a seed that will grow quite quick, uh, grow quite slowly, but doesn't need watering? Yeah. What is the best thing for you, and can you do it carefully without, you know, dying horribly? Um, because <laughs> there, oh, there's bosses every three days as well. Oh gosh. So every like every day you go out and you try and like shoot things and hunt things, and then you go back to your farm and try and plant and water while also fending off uh, enemies and then trying to harvest everything before dawn so the helicopter comes and takes you back to town and then every three days is like here is a boss monster and then here is harvest festival you have made everyone full and they're happy good 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 and then you get bonuses for that and then you get chances to buy extra stuff that again is also randomized and there's people around that you can give um, little roses to and make romance them basically yeah. to get more bonuses there is a lot going on in that game yeah it's it's quite nice but there's no subtitles oh boo no and also hiss boo and also hiss uh, yeah i didn't have uh any sound plugged in earlier when i was playing i was like oh this intro video looks quite good but i could not find any subtitles so i have no idea what happened oops i mean i worked it out from context oops. but you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to there should be subtitles yeah hmm. Mm, what about you? 
Uh, very quickly in passing, I played some more Train Simulator. Train. Um, I I found I found a, a particular train and track that mm. uh is 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 very adjacent to our upcoming uh events. Mm. Get married on a on a train. I, I found the train <laughs> and the track that the train's going to be on, and I played some of that. And I I, I I watched also I watched some videos of it, but also I play I got to play driving the train that we're going to be on. Yeah. I know how the train works. You know how the train works. Yeah, yeah. you were saying that you'd had some problems with that. I worked it out. I I had a bit of trouble at first, um, and then I worked it out today. I tried yeah. to play it on stream last night and was not Too getting sleepy. very far. I think I was just too sleepy. It's sleepy it's been a very sleepy bean week. Yeah. Um, but I worked out how to drive the train that we're gonna be on soon. Oh heck! And that's that's all I really have to say about that. I know how to make the train go. You're like kicking the door and I go, "Hey, bride privileges! I'm gonna drive <laughs> the train." Look, if I can't ask to drive the train on my wedding day, when can I ask to drive the train? Drive the train. I'm gonna be queen of the train with my tiara on. On wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's that I'll talk about that in more specifics after the wedding has happened so like whenever we next do an episode I'll, I'll talk mm -hmm. about the differences and similarities between the real world train and the video game train there's no differences well I suppose you don't press like H or something to stop the I don't press Q alarm. to turn off the alarms yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what about you have you played anything else that's pretty much it I'll be honest It's it's. I've been playing a lot of, of mini, mo uh, mini motorways that's fair I've got a couple of quick things to rattle yeah. through um, we played some more Star Realms oh yeah uh, which is a game we've played before it's a little deck building card game where you, it, it's like most deck builders, you have buying power, you have attack power, buy new things to put in your deck, fight each other, uh, you've got little defensive things you can buy that have to be over defeated to, you know, you can protect your health with. There's but, faction uh, bonuses, there's four yeah. factions. Uh, we usually play this as a two-player game because we've we got the two-player version. Yes. Works very well in two-player, but we, we had a friend who is fully vaccinated up who came and played with us. And yeah, we played uh, Star Realms Frontiers. Yes, which is the exact same game, but with more cards so that more people can play it at once. Yeah, and apparently the, the cards are slightly different. Ah. Well, um, but again, all the same factions, basically all the yeah. same sort of skills that you so would expect. We, we've played this before in more than two players, and I enjoy playing it in higher player counts, but there is a fundamental issue, I think, in the game design. Mm. Which, maybe it's just because of the kind of people we are. I feel like in larger player count games, what you really need to do is play kind of aggressively. And everyone in our multiplayer games we've played in the past has tried to whittle each other down very gently, very evenly. Like, oh, who's who's got the most health left? Okay, I'll attack you so that you we're sort of even again. And like, I don't think that's how that game wants to be played in multiplayer. It's like, oh, I've got a big attack, I'm going to do my big attack all on you so that you're in a bad position. And, and so like, that you're completely wiped out, and then I can just start on the next one. <laughs> yeah, it's... that the I feel like it went longer than... It goes longer in larger player counts than it does in two-player, because you are sort of spreading your damage out thinner. Do you, do you agree? Or? Uh, um, yeah, like, totally. But I guess that's kind of a, a like, I want everyone to be having fun. Well, that's it. Like, I, I, Not having that King um, King of Tokyo problem we had when we played in four-player and two of you got knocked out and had to sit there for 20 minutes while the other two of us well, this, kept going. this is it. Like, I, I was by choice playing it this way and doing the same because that felt like the right thing to do to not have someone sat around not getting to play for ages. 
but it's it, it, there's something weird about that mechanically where it's like this is clearly a game that was designed primarily for two players and you can play it with larger player counts but you there's some unspoken rules of how you play <laughs> um I don't know. I think it just depends how aggressive you want to be. You can yeah. very much play that game as I, I'm just going to smash one person and then I'm going to turn around and smash someone else. Yeah. And I'm sure there are people who would play it that way, but that's never how I want to play it. I'm like, no, I want to... I don't want to be mean to anyone. I mean, it's a competitive game. Yeah, but You don't like, want to be mean to someone. I, you, can play, you can play co-op games. I will be mean to that person when I have enough health, uh, enough damage to take them out of a single <laughs> shot. If I can one-shot them, that's when I'll be mean. You'll take them round behind the shed. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I, I started playing and then was like, oh gosh, I don't have time for this. Uh, yeah. um, is I started playing Neo The World Ends With You, which I played a demo of a few weeks ago. Um... It's that one that was based on a DS game from years ago that you did different things on the top and bottom screens. And then the Switch version that got a, a demo recently is like, hey, do this until a big thing happens and then do the other attack until the thing happens. Um, I'm enjoying it. That is a game I don't want to play until a few weeks from now when my schedule quiets down and I can actually focus on it. I don't want to play it in fits and starts. <laughs> um, so that game continues to seem fascinating. I'll come back to it later. Mm -hmm. uh, that's everything I've played this week. Um, yeah, we played um, Clank in Space. Oh yeah, we played Clank in Space. Because we were teaching the person who was like, let's play Star Wars Frontiers. Yeah. And I was like, you now know a deck building card game. Yeah. Let us teach you how to play Clank in Space. Because he's apparently been playing a lot of uh, Star Realms. And we were like, if you can play Star Realms, you understand the deck building aspect. This is basically that with a board. Exactly. You like sci-fi fantasy. Let us take you that with a board. Yeah, and I feel like he got on really well with it. I think he did. Yeah. He came He, he came a very close second, I think, yeah. if I remember right. And yep. it, was, it was right up there. Yep. I continue to really like Clank. It's I know we game. don't play it as much as we used to. We played yeah. a lot of it when we, we first started playing it. We did. It, it, was, it was the first, I think, of our proper board yes. game collection of like, ah, yes, complicated. I think after Battlestar, it was the first board game I bought. Like, like, hey, I want a board game that's mine. Yeah, and it's it's definitely less intimidating and requires less huge player counts than Battlestar. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it's, it's been nice to come back to Clank. I like Clank. I, I like Clank, but Clank. I don't like playing it two-player with you. Yeah? Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's okay. You're just very, very good at card games and deck building. I like deck building. I know, and you're very good at it. And that's why you're a Yu-Gi-Oh champion. <laughs> Once upon a time. And I'm just a scrub. No, you're not a scrub. I am. No. I am. You are a... What's the opposite of scrub? Polish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a scrub and that's fine. You don't have to be good at everything and I'm not good at that. No, but I do are... enjoy playing it. I just enjoy it in higher player counts <laughs> where there's a chance Mwah. that there might be some, some sway on, on, on scoring and such. Ah. Uh, well, that's everything I've played this week. Well then, time for this. Do you want to try new and interesting recipes each week? Yes! Want fresh ingredients? Yes! Want it delivered fresh to your door? Indeed! Using our special packaging that will keep it chilled even if you're not immediately there when you get home? Yeah, this all sounds very convenient! Do you not have the time or ability to cook? 
Uh, I, uh, not, not, not always. We'll cook you a nutritional meal uh, with fresh ingredients and deliver it to you. Wait, you'll cook it as well? Isn't that just a takeaway? No. I don't believe you. Wait till you see the bill. Oh. Definitely not a takeaway. Try it today. Picture this scene. You've entered a nightclub, and you're the only person in there wearing a mask. There's over 200 people, and none of them are wearing a mask in this uh, pandemic era. Dry, invisible masks. They're available at the bar. They're not only good for lip-reading, but if you happen to turn up to a party and feel awkward because you're the only person wearing a mask, then there will be masks to wear, and no one will see you wearing the mask. Invisible masks. Try them today. So, (gasps) what have you put in your eyes? Uh, We've both watched Masters of the Universe Revelation. Yes. I really enjoyed that. So did I. I look forward to more of that. Yeah. Um. It's been out. It will have been out a couple of weeks by the time people hear this. I think in like not too spoilery terms. I very much enjoyed this show for what it was. Yep. And I, I kind of enjoyed watching all the people getting very upset about what it was <laughs> and being like, ah, get over yourselves. It's great. It's, yeah, I mean, it's not called the same thing that the it's, series in the it's, 80s it's was not, called. It's not, what ev- it's not called the thing everyone keeps calling it. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem. I like everyone was calling it that series, and the series was never called that. Yeah, and I get why people did. <laughs> I can understand why why that thought was made. But ultimately, that's not what it is, so it's oh, to be you. I enjoyed the subversion. <laughs> Um, and I'm very curious to see where that goes. That was a yeah. that was a great setup. I'm waiting to see if uh, James Stephanie Sterling gets some brand new merman <laughs> reaction images from that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, other things we've watched. We've been what we've started watching the first season of a Netflix show called Centaur World. Yes. Do you want to explain Centaur World? There is no explaining Centaur World. Uh, it's a, a surreal musical. Show about a horse who falls into another dimension full of centaurs where everything, including the moles and the bees and the worms, are all centaurs. Um, and the the horse can suddenly talk in centaur world. And they are trying to find s- some pieces of a thing and find a way to get back to their yeah. rider. It... And has made friends with a group of very, 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 very silly centaurs. It... It reminds me a lot of, and I, I don't think it's spoilery to say this about um, Adventure Time, it's definitely got vibes of that whole thing of, like, Adventure Time, silly, wacky, fun. Don't think too hard about that atom bomb in the opening <laughs> sequence. That won't be important later. Yeah, some of it does remind me of the surrealism of season one of Adventure Time. The art style very much reminds me yeah. of, like, the, the noodly limbs reminds me very much of... Yeah, some style. of the the uh, the uh, the silly stuff they do with character faces yes. and warping their proportions. Yes. Um, yeah, this this show is very all over the place in a way that could feel very long so random if it wasn't done well. Mm-hmm. But I think it manages to somehow keep itself feeling focused in its irreverence yeah um yeah like to try and explain the tone of this show it's 
at some points a very like it starts off as a very serious thing about like here is a horse and their rider and they're in a very grim dark war and you know this and the is... rider sings a song and gets the horse through the, the yeah scary s- singing damage. about loving their horse you know before they you know go yeah, off into battle it. and then the next minute it's um centaurs shooting tiny versions of themselves out of their hooves that have existential crises as soon as they come into existence and sparkle eyelashes and sparkle eyelashes and the magic of handsome face um and there's like a lot of music um like i think like two to three songs per episode is about right and here's the thing i don't ever mind if a particular song isn't particularly great because like there's gonna be another one in a minute don't worry there's there's enough rapid fire of them that if one of them doesn't land for you the next one will be here in a minute Mm -hmm. um yeah I have very quickly grown very fond of these characters. Um, the animation is fantastic. Yeah. The 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 deliberate use of we're going to have a low budget art style, so that we can use what budget we have on very detailed brief scenes. I think works to its favor. Mm-hmm. And the mystery is fascinating. I'm yeah. really curious where it's going. I'm very curious where it's going. I'm. Unsure what's happening. I like the colour palette they've chosen. Yeah. It's it's fun. It is. Multiple times watching it, I've gone, this is not what I thought this was. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm yeah. having a very good time. Um, Yeah. I, watch the first couple of episodes of it. Like, it's, See if it's for you. There's, there's, you we, by the end of the, the first or second episode, you will know whether this is going to be for you. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, we, we're we're a, a chunk of the way into season one, and it ha- the the gag hasn't grown old yet. Yeah, I don't think it really settles into itself until about episode three, because it's still very much introducing the characters and the scenario and and the world. Yeah, the the third episode and is the third episode. I think is the first time you get sort of like, ooh, there's no overarching plot. Yeah, the third episode is definitely the one where it's like, hey. There is stuff going on behind the scenes that our characters don't know about, and there is dramatic irony. Uh, yeah, there, there is a bit more uh, dark undertones than have maybe been let on. Mm-hmm. Like you get a little taste of that in episode one, but like episode three, you're like, oh, there's people just like deliberately hiding shit going uh, on. Mystery. Yeah, I'm real intrigued. Yeah. 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 Uh, did you watch anything else this week? Um, don't think so. Uh, oh, we watched um, Transformers War for Cybertron, the final part of the trilogy, uh, Kingdom. We did. Do you want to tell us about that? It's more Transformers, but now it's got Beast Wars in it. Yeah, it's it's, it's dinosaurs and beast types. I don't like Beast Wars. No? I know, I know like, lots of Transformers fans fucking love Beast Wars. Beast And beast... Kingdom was alright. Beast Wars is very much like when original series Power Rangers briefly got animal-based Megazords rather than dinosaur-themed ones, and they just weren't as good designs. The designs, and I just think that the the system that they are using to do the animation in does not handle biological stuff nearly as well as it handles robots and cars. Agreed. Because... Even here we are, God knows how many years later since the original Beast Wars series. And I think the only real difference is the shading and maybe some of the texture work. Mm. 
Like, it doesn't feel like a huge step forward, which I really feel like it should, considering how much time has passed. I mean, yes. I don't know if it didn't have a huge budget or what, but, like, a lot of the time with the, the stuff with um, Dinosaur Megatron, yeah, I was like, oh, it looks a bit roofy. Yeah. That being said, considering this was, like, the last part of this set of series... Mm-hmm. It really feels like that story isn't over. No, it definitely feels like there is more to it. Yeah. I'm curious what comes next, and I will continue to watch it. I really hope more of it gets announced real soon, because, like, I don't want this to be where that story ends. The thing that that sort of was leading to, I'm like, I kind of wish that would have been the last season. I mean, there's there's certainly some stuff. I mean, that's the end of that particular trilogy. Yeah. So what happens next? Mm. Like, what what about the cleanup of of that and the do of thing and who survived the series? No spoilers, obviously. Mm. Um, yeah, curious to know what happens next. But of the three, uh, of of the trilogy, Kingdom was not my favorite series, and I knew that as soon as I saw the toys uh, that it was uh, going to be my favorite. Agreed. Series. Agreed. Uh, have you watched anything else? Um, I've not watched anything else. Uh, you've got one other thing in here that it's a music video, so I don't know if you want to put that in, in listened or watched. Let me click on it. It's been a while. Uh, Lil Nas X adjacent. Oh yeah, let's put that in, in music. Okay, we'll put that Although in listened. definitely watch the video. Okay, well, well, we'll put that in the next section then, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's everything I've listened to this, uh, that's everything I've watched this week, sorry. Well then, time for this. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you like being advertised things based on things that you've thinked about recently? Cookies! Om nom nom um, tasty cookies. That 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 always concerns me slightly. It's why I, you know, try and do a lot of my browsing in incognito browsers and stuff like that. I don't I don't like when I feel like the internet knows what I'm doing and advertises that at me. Om nom nom, tasty cookies. I mean, cookies are tasty, but not those kind of cookies. Well, yeah, but what if they're maybe just listening to to you through the the, the microphone? Well, I mean, I can't do much about that if they're doing that, because, you know, that's... I can't stop that with cookie data if they're just listening through my microphone. Well, they've definitely not been doing that. Oh, that's good to hear. Weddings are us. Oh, how coincidental. Where they definitely have totally not been tracking using your phone's microphone. Uh, but, you know, you might be planning a wedding to get what a, what a weird coincidence that this week of all weeks they decide to advertise us what? wedding-related advertisements. Yeah, book all of your very expensive wedding packages through Weddings Are Us. You know, if you're coincidentally getting married or something, maybe. Hmm. I, mm, I feel like there's a slight flaw in their logic in that we are sorted. We, they've clearly heard a keyword and advertised to us. We... Oh. We don't. We we have our wedding. Laura, Laura, we've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? It's uh, wedding cars to your venue. Dot lol. Dot net. Oh no. Yeah. So if you need a vehicle <laughs> that will get you to the wedding venue, then come on down to wedding cars to your venues. Dot lol. Dot net, and enter the code QNPS one seven seven. I think. <laughs> and and you can get. Some percentage of money off of the first hundred yards. Aha! 
I'm just going to put some tape over my microphone here for a minute. Laura, Laura, we've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Tape for microphones.lol.net. <laughs> and enter the code QPS177 probably. And you can get 10% off your first order of sound dampening tape. Yeah. Laura, Laura, we've got another new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? It's uh, headache medicine for people who sound <laughs> frustrated with all, all, all the spying that's being done on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes another one. <laughs> too much giggles. net. Do you have too many laughters? Go and enter the code QNPS177 and, uh, and, and they'll help you out with that. <laughs> Laura, Laura, we've got another sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have sudden impromptu mutism as a result of your inability to speak because you're almost too scared to say anything because they seem to be following you? Well, come on down to we'll produce some words for you. Dot it night and enter the code QPS one seven seven and and get thirty five percent off some words to put in a silence that's become awkward because you're too afraid to speak. Good. I think we're okay. I think we're clear. <laughs> Inside the boardroom of Electronic Actor Softworks. Hi. Hi. So, uh, I've been I've been busy working on one of our uh, children's franchises. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I love making money off of kids. Oh, I know. It's wonderful, right? It's uh, that that one with all the collectible creatures. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We just keep adding more creatures and going. Hey, kids, use your parents' credit card. Get yeah. more creatures. Gotta have all the creatures. Gotta as have they all say. the creatures, and gotta, you know, gotta have every creature and both copies of the game every year well, from see, now you know, to eternity. We changed that a while ago. It's all three copies of the game now. Yeah, but you know, two first, then the other. Yeah, exactly. We, like we spread them out a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I've been trying to work out how we can we can you know monetize the we got we got a new uh, new game in that genre, that uh, franchise. Yeah. It's a slightly different genre. It's yeah. uh, one of those battle arena things. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm those trying to great for loot boxes and microtransactions. Well, exactly. So like, look, we've we've obviously done the obvious stuff. We've got the. Uh, the real money currency that's yeah. some kind of gem and you sell up to a hundred dollars of them at once and they yeah. don't quite line up with the with the, the never real... line them up never, oh no yeah never there's always got to be some of the real currency left yeah. after you make the purchase and we got the loot boxes but i'm trying to work out is there anything else we can monetize to like make more money off of this i, I got some ideas so we've already got this thing where like uh you gotta you gotta unlock all the characters separately and you can do that with real money right. but like what if you can only play a certain number of matches per day or you've got to play real money? Like, ah, you you were two-thirds of the way through a match and your time for the day ran out. You want to finish the match you were winning? Oh, you know, uh, pay us some money. Pay us some money, pay us some more money, pay us get more money. Go on. Exactly. Uh, you know, I, I got some other options. I got some other thoughts. Um, we randomly generate you a username in-game and it's something like... Uh, loser gamer who sucks 94 and we we say that that's totally randomly generated totally obviously random. yeah. you pay some real money so that you can have like you know cool weed bong lord for 2069 yeah. i mean i guess we're we're gold plating for 2069 that's gonna oh be exactly that's a that's a hyper premium currency yeah, uh, yeah, purchase yeah. you know yeah. 
Yeah, you've got to buy, like, platinum records or something to get into that. Or holographic ones or something. Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, like, I've got one last idea. And sure, I, I think sure. this might be Shoot. this might be the, the real gold standard. Let's say you're losing in the game. You know, the other team's got more points than you. Right. What if you could literally just pay mid-game to get more points to push you up into the lead? You are a fucking genius. I know. It's going to make ranked play so fun. <laughs> For us. <laughs> so? <gasps> what have you listened to? Well, see, I want to hear about what you've listened to, because we just teased something. Ooh. <gasps> so Little Nas X has um, put out um, Industry Baby. Yeah, tell us about Industry Baby. It's I watched it two weeks ago, and I've forgotten many things about it. It's another excellent and very gay music video. Yay. Is is Lil Nas X in prison and a lot of uh, imagery to do with the prison system? Yeah. Um, it it is. It is beautiful in its excess. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't help but feel like um, Lil Nas X is fantastic in terms of like tr- really trolling the industry. Um. I don't think it's an accident this video came out around the time that he was due to be in court for the Satan Shoes. Do you know about the Satan Shoes? Oh yeah, didn't they, like, Nike are upset about the fact that... He, he was selling, like, modded shoes with a little drop of human blood in each one. Yeah, because they were saying that, like, well, people are still... they still got the Nike Swish, so it's still Nike, but they've been modified so people might not get the same quality they would come to expect from a Nike product. Boo. Yeah. So, like, I don't think it's any, a mistake that this happened around the same time as that court appearance. Mm. Also, like, it... He spent I mean, some... how long does it take to put together this level of a music video? Well, this court date has been looming, basically, since his last music video. The the Satan Shoes thing has been rumbling for a while, so... I mean, how long ago was um, Call Me By Your Name? It's got to be a few months, at least. I feel uh, like I don't know. Time's weird. Time is weird. Yeah. Uh, it's, real... like, it's nicely shot and yeah. and the choreography is great. And um yeah. I need to listen to it again because apparently the last two weeks I've largely forgotten. Uh the track the track is real good, is a real a real good bop. Um but also like, hey, if you enjoyed how um Call Me By Your Name was like, hey, let's Let's inject some some homosexuality into this into imagery of religion. Hey, what if we did some reclamation instead with this video of gay black people in the prison system? I also enjoyed punching a prison guard. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he's raising money for the Bail Project. Yeah. Um, which is a real good charity that helps people uh, pay bail. The good egg. He's a good egg. Um. So yeah, go go check that out. Go check it out. I like that. Um. Uh, the guy he does the collab with yes. um, was like, hey, I didn't have anything to do with the, the music video. That's all all Lil Nas. And it's like, you know, if the, if he'd wanted me in that shower scene, I'd be in that, in that <laughs> shower scene. And Nas is like, uh, but come back, we'll reshoot it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that was fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll listen to one new song in the last two weeks. I mean, we've listened to a lot of, of not new songs, so tell me about the new uh, song. Uh, the one new thing I listened to this week was a song called Lemon Boy. Oh, is this the one they must Sophie say? Yes, uh, by a band called Cave Town. Um, 
It's just a gentle acoustic guitar track about falling for someone who's a little bit bitter and finding the sweetness in them. A little bitter. Yeah, but they, they, they got myself a lemon friend. It's it's a very the oh, lyrically it's just a weird it's a weird little beautiful song and I can't get it out of my head and I very much enjoy it so go go and listen to a song about about having a little lemon friend a lemon have friend. have a citrus friend have a citrus friend what about you what have you listened to this week uh, I listened to our wedding playlist because we've been putting together a wedding playlist. I've also been listening to the wedding playlist mm-hmm. what's on the wedding playlist so we started with contrast dance <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because this train's going to be rocking. Uh, oh. MCR Summertime. Yeah. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, her and I slow jam too. Ooh. Uh, Smash Mouth, All Star. <laughs> Shock One, follow me. The Backstreet Boys, Backstreet Back. Yeah. Uh, Miracle of Sound, Celebrate and Rejoice. <gasps> Fox Stevenson, Double Up. Ooh. Uh, film Hack featuring Gina Ellen, We Got Bass. Uh, bass Next to Feeling Good, Shock One, uh, Prelude and Light Cycles, because they go well together. Uh, Eiffel 65, I'm blue. <laughs> uh, the Shaman, Ebenezer Good, because I'm looking forward to jamming out to that in front of your mother. <laughs> um, I don't have any family, it's fine. Uh, no one's going to be embarrassed for me. Uh, MCR, the kids from yesterday. Grand, Fo- uh, Grand Funk Railroad, some kind of wonderful. Uh, Tracy Chapman, Fast Car, Zed's Dead, Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. Wilkinson, Afterglow, Mod Step and the Party Squad, Rainbow, Rainbow. Uh, Kimmy Dawson, Happy Home. Uh, the Venga Boys, We Like to Party. Yanivi uh, vs. Snow, Informer. That's the dubstep <laughs> version for anyone who doesn't know. Um, Steven Universe, Be Wherever You Are. Steven Universe, Stronger Than You. MCR Helena and MCR Black Parade. We have a very eclectic set of music <laughs> tastes, and we are going to subject our wedding guests to it. Yes. Um, the thing I find amusing about this is, like, I would probably take that that wedding playlist and chop it up into thirds and go, there's a third of it that's going to appeal to one group, a third to another, and a third to another, and every group is going to have to deal with the two thirds that's not for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my, my theory was that it would probably do... Um... I need to, to, to talk to the organisers about what's going to happen like during the ceremony or pre-ceremony. Are we going to have entrance music? Yeah. Um, if so, obviously rig that up. We've got very specifically our first dance music that yes. we've already decided. Um, and then everything else will probably, I'll try and just do as a continuous mix. Yeah. Um, so that I can normalise it and make sure that you don't have to fuck about with volumes on on a train. Yeah. Through a PA system. <laughs> I'm very disappointed they can't run us through the whole train. I mean, they can. Apparently They've chosen not to. Apparently there's public broadcast and they're not willing to do that. Boo and also yes. Oh, okay. That's fair. So if they only put it in one carriage, it's not public broadcast. Huh. That's fascinating. Maybe it is, but... Shh. <laughs> don't tell don't anyone. Don't our train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna have music playing out train speakers. I'm kind. I'm so weird. I'm so hyped for this. We're gonna have. We're gonna have the Venga bus. <laughs> we're gonna have the Venga bus. <laughs> the Venga train is coming, and everyone is coming. Oh, <laughs> maybe not your parents. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're having a wedding soon. Choo choo. Oh. I choo choose you. Oh, I need to. I need to put that. I need to put that playlist together on my Spotify because I just want to listen to that playlist for the next few days and just mm-hmm. have that be what I listen to because I'm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah.
that's basically everything I've listened to this week. That's everything I've listened to. It's been very much focused on wedding-based stuff. It's yeah, wedding and protest here, and not much brain for anything else right now. Mm-hmm. Well then, time for after this. Hey, do you lot of stuff? Yeah. You got interests? Uh, some. Would you like some things related to one of them interests? Uh, maybe. Delivered to you every month? Sure. Send us huge sums of money and we'll send you a box of loosely related chat of some sort to enjoy. Wait, how how large and how loosely assorted? Some. Because post is fun to get though, right? And also it's to do with your interests. I mean, post is fun to get. Mystery tap box, get one today. Hello, hello everyone, hello everyone. I've called this press conference because I have some important news about how great and wonderful I am and how you should all be very enamoured with me. Is everyone ready? Uh, right, so, I would like to proudly announce that I, a celebrity, have learned that the T, F and R slurs are offensive. I was told this a couple of nights ago by one of my relatives. They told me, don't say that, it's bad, and now I know it's bad. And I will not say those words. Uh, any questions about how great I am? Uh, yes, uh, Bingley Ninglus, uh, uh, Hollywood rag, uh, just wondered, um, does this mean that you've been using those words up until recently, then? Uh, I never said that. Never, never, never would I use such a word. What would even give you that idea? Well, you said that you only just found out that there was a problem with that, so... Oh, and I only what, just what found out. That I only just found out there was a problem with it, but I it wasn't brought up because I had said it. I I just coincidentally had never said it, and and maybe it came on the television. Yes, it came on the television, and someone said, "Oh, did you know that those are bad words?" And I went, "Oh, I've never thought to use them, but it's good to know that they're bad words." And that's a conversation two uh, real human beings had, is it? Yes, it's a real conversation. There was a there was a show on the television that used the three bad words very quickly after each other, and um, you know, I I, I sat there going, oh, I don't know anything about those words. I don't know what they mean. And 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 out of nowhere, my relative sat across from me, said, "Oh, those are bad words. You should you you should be aware. You should be aware that they're bad words." I went, "Ah, oh, I feel very educated. I will know to never use them." Hmm. Please don't check the recordings on my phone. What? Bingley in English, Hollywood rag. Can we see your phone, please? Please, no! can we see it? Can we see it? Can we see it? Questions, Sam. Self question. What's the questions? Uh, first question is from Donning Frost, who asks, "What are the best holiday de- de- holiday destinations to think about, but never actually visit, lest the mystique be lost?" Oh. Oh, um, lest the mystique be lost. Um, Where would give you Paris Syndrome? That's that's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking about. So for anybody who doesn't know, Paris Syndrome is where people, typically people from Japan who have really romanticised Paris... Get it with Americans a bit as well. Ah, okay, yeah. Uh, Certain countries that have hyper-romanticised Paris will show up there and... It's not the postcard, and it kind it's of breaks not everything them. everything they dreamed about. Yes, it's like, oh, there's trash in the street, and my hotel doesn't have a view of the Eiffel Tower, my brain has broken a little bit. Yeah. So, 
one place that like I have no interest in going, but apparently is this for people from the UK, is India. Yeah. India syndrome is the British equivalent where people go being like, ah, oh, it's so mystical and spiritual, and show up and it breaks them a little bit. Because it's not their perfect dream. Yeah, it's not this just, like, magic holy utopia that they step off the plane into. Thanks, colonialism. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's kind of ironic that it's, like, a UK thing and it's the UK's fault. Exactly. But India was exploited so badly. Um, but yeah, I don't have anywhere like that in my head. Not really. Like, I don't really expect much from anywhere I go, because I've been... Every time I travel, I'm like, yeah, this is, you know, a differently configured version of yeah. where I live. It's got more sun, and the chocolate tastes funny, because keeping things at, at temperature in yeah. a hot country... The, the, the only places I haven't been are places I've been told, no, your expectations are about right for them, is Canada... And Japan, apparently, very much sort of fill your expectations of what you think they're going to be. Yeah. yeah. Like, and the other thing is, like, I don't tend to, like, over-imagine places. Like, okay, the Shire would be my dream holiday <laughs> destination that probably won't live up to it. Oh, no, people in the Shire have jobs and don't just sit around smoking. Uh, my my brain is ruined. Exactly. There's, there's, there's big people. <laughs> there's more big people... Lurking on the borders of the Shire than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, that's her answer. Yeah, also at six foot two, I would probably be considered big people and not welcome. Oh no! Exactly. Oh no, that would be sad if we showed up to the Shire and weren't welcome. <laughs> Get off my land. <laughs> Delaney asks, yeah. two-parter, favourite bird to cohabitate with? Oh, uh, you're my favourite bird to cohabitate hey. with. <laughs> Me too, but about you. Uh, do I get actual birds? A duck would be great. Don't live with birds, let them live outside. I know. I agree. Look, on paper, yes, I agree with you, but also, if the premise of the question is that I have to cohabitate with a bird, a duck, please. Yeah, okay. Or a penguin for you. Ignoring the realities of a penguin in this house. See, I think that's, that's the. That's that. I think that comes in the part two. Okay. Favourite bird to visit. I would like to visit penguins, please. Favourite bird to live with? I think I'd, like, not live in the house with, but, like, chickens are apparently really adorable to live yeah. with. Well, that's what I'm thinking, is not inside the house. Like, if we lived somewhere where we had an outside space, like... Okay, yeah, a little ducky pond. Yeah, I had a little ducky pond outside and cohabitated with a little ducky outside. Yeah, go out and feed them seeds in the morning. Have a little ducky friend. <laughs> yeah, you say chicken chickens, did you say? I think chickens are pretty adorable. My I'm older told they're really friendly as chickens. I'm told they're really friendly and sometimes like a cuddle. Yeah. That is that is what I've been told. Yeah. I saw some pictures the other day of my younger sister who's gone to visit my older sister cuddling a little baby chick. Oh, it was very sweet. Small floof. It was small floof. Small floof. Baby floof. Wouldn't want a cock, they're quite noisy. I wouldn't want a cock either. They're a bit of a nuisance. <laughs> they are. Stick your leg and everything. <laughs> uh, Lucy asks, uh, are you hiring at the moment? I can't afford to hire right now. Can provide a resume. Uh, no, can't afford to hire. Nah, nah. Uh, uh. And I don't believe it's ethical to take on unpaid interns. Yeah, also, also true. 
Yep. That's why I don't have one of the jobs I was expecting when I started having a a a, a, a week a day off from my main job. Yeah. Yeah, because they realised they couldn't afford to pay me and that they didn't ah. want to take on un- unpaid people's. So, uh, Maths like ask, what food are you hungry for? Well, we have just had dinner. Yeah, I'm not really hungry for any food mm-hmm. right now. We had a lovely dinner. We had fake chicken and noodles and leftover... Masala sauce. Uh, masala sauce. It was yeah, lovely. It was good. It was basically a chicken tikka masala, but vegan with noodles instead of rice. That said, if I had to eat something... Pancake. Oh, see, no, I'd do what we did the other night. I would go warmed up waffle, Ooh. bit of Nutella, and a little bit of ice cream on top. Om nom nom. Om nom nom, that was om real om good. Om I could certainly eat that again. We can do that. I know that's an option. <laughs> Just have that and go go to sleep full of full of waffle. Hungry for right now? Nothing. I've just no. eaten. I'm okay, thank you. But we always record this right after dinner. Yeah. Usually pretty full. Because that, that, that's basically the only time we have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alfaret asks, will either of you be playing Terraria at some point? And if so, modded or not? I've tried Terraria and it just doesn't click for me. I've tried a few times. I feel like it'd be more fun in multiplayer, but it's organising a time... When I have time. Because mm. usually my most of my game time is when I'm doing something else already. Yeah. Something yeah. that mostly requires my ears on the job rather than my eyes. Exactly. Like, the exception is streaming time, but I'm, like, I would offer to co-op with you, but I'm usually doing other work while you're streaming. Because mm-hmm. never stop hustling over here. Never stop hustling. Never Cause... stop hustling. Yeah. You know, because we can't afford to. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> Capitalism and, you know, ind- in- independence doesn't pay well. Yeah. Uh, Basin asks, not so much a question, more of a comment. Wedding Jane, wedding Jane, wedding Jane, wedding Jane, wedding Jane, wedding Jane. 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 Get married on the train. <laughs> you have to get the train to my wedding that's on a train. Yeah. Double train. Gonna be on trains that are not the wedding train in a wedding dress, like, hello! <laughs> I'm on my way to a wedding! It's so amazing. <laughs> if the train is at all crowded, I will be like, excuse me, I need a seat. I'm in a wedding dress here. What we <laughs> ideally could have done with is them, like, of all of all the things they're offering us, they could have just driven us to the fucking station. I mean <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I've been the ideal. I mean, maybe fine. We'll work it out. Okay, work it out. I mean, that just means more trains on the wedding day. More trains. Trains. Many wedding day. (laughs) I might just message them and go, "Hey, we're only getting one fancy wedding dress. Uh, Can you put (laughs) the money that a second would have been into just getting us like a nice taxi, like a mini, uh, like a mini bus? Yeah, there's going to be like five of us." Yeah, that's a little vehicle we can come to the wedding Speaking in. Speaking of, of people that are coming to the wedding, uh, Phoenix. <gasps> Hi, Phoenix. Hi, Phoenix. Hi, Phoenix. Uh, what cantrip would you come bunched with uh, if you were a D&D character? Oh, I need to put up a list of cantrips now. Ooh. What 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 good 5e cantrips? What are 5e good cantrip cantrip good 5e? Give, give me a e list of all the cantrips. Trip 5? I don't need to know what is a spell. What is a spell? What is this a spell? This is not a list of cantrips. 
Okay, here we go. Um, tell me if you see one that that jumps out to you. I mean, you're a big fan of Eldritch Blast, but I don't think that's very appropriate. In yeah. in reality, I don't think it'd be super helpful. Um, what does friends do? Friends. What does friends do? Friends. Friends. Uh, for the duration, you have advantage on charisma checks at one creature of your choice that isn't hostile to you. Uh, but when it ends after a minute, it realizes you use magic to influence its mood and becomes hostile to you. You make anyone happy with you for a minute, <laughs> and then upset them, and then upset you. They realize that you did a bad thing. Not, not that then. No, um, not that. Light. That'd be useful. Always have a torch on you. I don't feel like that would be what I would actually come with. No. What do you reckon you'd come with? I don't know. Oh, mage hand, so I could be doing even more work at once. That does sound very you. Maybe that sounds very me, doesn't it? Maybe druid craft. Yeah. Maybe druid craft or um, or shillelagh. I guess I bless this stick, and now <laughs> I will hit you with it. I would like to come with prestidigitation, wouldn't we all? Magically, cl- just sparkle and cleaning Everything's happens. Everything's clean and sparkly and smells of cinnamon. But I don't um, think I would. I think I'd be mage hand. Mage hand. <laughs> Come with true strike, so if you really need to, you know, punch a Nazi, you can uh, bash the fash most efficiently. Yeah, but again, it's not very us. We're so uncoordinated, we would not. We would. We come with. We we come with whatever full strike. <laughs> Bad at striking. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> fundamentally I com- failing at strike. I come with mage hand. There we go. Yay! <laughs> I come with mage hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see. <laughs> That's all the questions. <gasps> well then, time for this. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Oh, sure, Justice Warriors. Oh, sure, Justice Warriors. Yeah. All right, Harry. All right, Harry. How you doing? Oh, not bad, mate. Bit, uh, a bit frazzled what's going on right now. Let's organise. Yeah, busy, busy, busy with the calendars at the moment. Yeah, you know, fully vaxxed now, and so starting to get people being like, oh, should we do some some socials? Exactly. A lot of people that have not seen in a long time that suddenly it's like, oh, I should really make time to see you and catch up with you. Yeah, 100%, you know, and, and very much looking forward to seeing people, but gosh, it's... Uh, it's a lot to go from zero to everything all yeah, at once. Yeah, and bit. I've always been one who, who re- rather enjoys, you know, just... Quiet solitude. Yeah, quiet solitude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you uh, you been up to much, mate? Oh, you know, you know, same old, same old. I've been uh, having a bit of think about the uh, the old NHS uh, oh, yeah. over in the UK and uh, particularly how they, uh, how they handle mental health support. Uh, they don't, do they? I mean, not well. Uh, yes, there's a problem in the UK, and I know that it's a problem in a lot of other places, um, you know, as well, uh, with mental health not being taken seriously until it reaches crisis point. Yeah. There is a real common issue with, um, oh, no, 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 you, you can be, you know, you've got mental health stuff going on, you can wait, you know, between six months and two years to uh, start seeing someone, right? Oh, right, yeah. You know, and... The only thing that really speeds up that process is if you happen to be deemed in a crisis. And even then, the UK is kind of shifting towards, oh, uh, well, Let's maybe... Get the police involved. Yeah, maybe we'll get the police involved rather than the uh, the, the, the medical service. Well, that's once disrupting you society point. and, you know, that's very expensive. You know, especially if, you know, a person in crisis happens to, you know, lash out at a person near to them who happens to be a medical professional. 
Yeah, yeah, it's... Oh, gosh. What we, what we really need is we need much better support for, uh, you know, mental health before it gets to a crisis point. 100%. Because crisis is the worst time to try and deal with mental health. Oh, absolutely. It's so much more efficient to, you know deal with problems while they're small and manageable on an ongoing basis so that they never have to become crises in the first place. Yeah, you know, but then given the way the government dealt with an actual pandemic and, and, and crisis on a national scale, you know, it's hardly surprising that uh, they can't look at uh, individuals, you know, approaching crisis and try and, you know, help before it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <sighs> it's very disappointing, mate. Yeah, it is. Fancy, hug. Uh, fancy a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <sighs> good hug, mate. Good hug. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very I'm, glad to I'm, be uh, glad back to the old hugs, mate. Right. I'm going to go uh, make your cup of tea, I think. Yeah, nice one, nice. So, Laura. Yes. Where can we find you upon the internet? You can find me at Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere Twitter, oh. Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays streaming on twitch.tv slash laurakbuzz. Every Friday I upload episodes of Access Ability, which is about accessibility and representation in the games industry. Um, there will be one week around wedding where we you don't get an episode. Sorry about that. I'll be right back afterwards. I feel like wedding week is a good excuse to not do an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, other than that, I've got books. Uncomfortable Labels, it's out now. Gender Euphoria, it's out now. Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, it's out now. There's at least two more things on the way, and maybe a third. Uh, there's a publisher asking me to do a third one. And... Do another book. <laughs> do another book. Do another book. We wish to milk the book cow. <laughs> uh, Produce us also... tasty book milk. Oh, nom nom. Uh, there's also podcasts. Um, <laughs> Pixel Squirt, we talk about video game porn. Uh... Podquisition, we tell you whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. Dice Funk, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. They're all their own stories. Um also keep an eye out on Twitter. I'll be posting videos from the protest that will have happened by the time that you hear this if you're listening to it on Sunday, or will be in the future if you're listening to it early. Um I'm also on another podcast with you that isn't this one. That'll be Polyamory, a D and D competition real play podcast with questionable morals. Yeah, you can tell I've said that a few times. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh gosh, what's happened? Um, so you've come up with a plan in a big city after meeting a plumber called Charles. Mm-hmm, yes, mm. Charles the Plumber. Mm. Mm. Mysteries. Uh, yeah, I think a new episode of that will be going up on Saturday, so the day before you're hearing this, unless... You are a $10 a month or above subscriber on my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help me justify 76 hour work week. For $10 a month, you can get early access to everything I do. I do for you. Uh, yeah, you can get all of those things. Uh, I've, we've also got Queer and Pleasant Strangers t-shirt. They're available on redbubble.com slash janiac or janiac.redbubble.com. You can find all of my links at streamerlinks.com slash janiac, J-A-N-E-I-A-C. Including that link you couldn't remember there. Including the link I probably didn't remember correctly. (laughs) I make music under the name Bedroom Programmer. You can listen to this podcast and all of the other podcasty bits I do. They're all available on one or other of my sounded clouds. Thank you very much for joining us. Laura, (gasps) sing us out, please, darling. Until next time, be a stranger. (laughs) 